Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. on improvised weapons. Let's find a weak point. We had a great first half. <laughs> uh, they all put one paw in the middle and go, <laughs> Oh yes, they're wearing tweed and like uh, newsy caps and all kinds of Yeah, they're stuff. they're dressed like the uh, the weasels from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. There we go. You look stout and hardy and like you've taken a punch. My hair has nerve endings in it, of course I feel. <laughs> sea Rook? More like Sea Pawn. That's dirty. Um, it's a regular Benetton ad. Yeah, there are so many. You know, uh, the, the, the language of common is is, is so full <laughs> of words that are that have various meanings. And uh, and there are there are a lot of words out there that could really do a lot more to uh, <laughs> to sort of destabilize the patriarchy that we live in. And oh, sorry, sir. <laughs> Cooking has a noise. Yeah, I know okay? it has a noise, but why would you hear it? There's like the chop, chop, chop. And the mix, mix, mix. I get up from the table. And the bubble, bubble, bubble. <laughs> yeah. How long has this been going on? We thought we'd start this episode off with a little spelling lesson. There are all sorts of proper nouns in our world, and some of them can be indistinct. So, let's clear it up. We'll start with the party. Cassian. C-A-S-S-I-A-N. A-O-N. A-A-E-O-W-Y-N. Ildov, Y-L-L-D-O-V-E. Yarfik, Y-A-R-F-I-K. Olash, O-L-A-S-H. Now let's move on to some important places. Freyon, 
U-T-H-R-E-A-N. Uthkor, U-T-H-K-O-R. Bastifier, B-A-S-T-I-F-I-E-R-E. Kaniloth, K-A-N-I-L-O-T-H-E. And now our favorite baddies, Scutch, S-K-U-T-C-H, Gulric Detuop, G-U-L-R-I-C, space, D-apostrophe-T-U-A-P-P, Quaylaw, Q-U-E-A-L-L-A-R, and the biggest and the baddest, Elderzold, E-L-D-E-R-X-O-L-N, all one word. Now you are armed with everything you need to pen some amazing fanfic. Who will craft the Fifty Shades of Grey to our twilight? Does E.L. James even listen to this show? Who knows? Now let's hit it and crit. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, the party set out into Caneloth in search of invitations to Elder Zone's feast. They quickly came upon a fighting pit where a white dragonborn named Siruk was looking for a fresh challenger. When no one came forward, he sweetened the pot by offering up his invitation. Yarfik jumped at the chance and entered the ring. Siruk passed the invitation to the crowd for safekeeping, where Cassian was able to grab it and hide it away in the bag of holding. Then, Yarfik got his ass kicked. Hard. As the battle ended, Cassian used Major Image to create an illusion of someone running off into the city with the invitation to throw everyone off their scent. Then, the group slowly moved off so as not to arouse suspicion. Stopping in a mess hall along the way, they each got a hot meal and a chance to hear some hot goss. Word of Quaylar's disappearance has gotten around, though it seems the prevailing belief is that he ran off, taking his research with him. Cassian and Eowyn overheard someone speaking of being chosen for ascension. A little bit of questioning led them to understand that this may be the process by which the tentacle bros are made, and that it involves a building known as the Temple and someone called Minister Trell. They finished their stew and continued on to the rookery. They arrived just as two cultists finished unloading a cart of statues into the building. Standing in front of the open portcullis, the party decided to enter. And that is where we pick up. Once again, the building looks like an old watchtower. It's about 30 feet wide, 60 feet tall. What do you guys want to do? You've got three crystals in your cart. You still have the cart with you. You're all berobed. Well, we have to go we talk to Backrash. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't, I mean, should we go in with you dressed as Salith, maybe? Or should we just kind of be like cultists bringing stuff in? Or Do, do we know what Salith looks like? No, you don't. Not, uh, sorry, not Salith. Um, do you mean Rennick? I meant Rennick. Hmm. Hmm. I don't what... know. Here's my, here's my one thing is... I feel like if we're anonymous cultists that this guy doesn't know, th- there's less chance of us blowing our cover, you know what I mean? By acting yeah. out of character. So let's maybe just let's just be generic. Okay. That's fine. that's fine with me. Less talking from me is probably better. Oh, don't don't. <laughs> don't be so hard on uh, yourself. Yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> Thank you for being honest Thanks. with me. Yeah, so we go inside the tower. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you go in. As you enter, uh, you can easily see that the the first floor of this building uh, has about ten statues in it, uh, lined up in two rows of five each. Uh, there is a five-foot-wide hole in the center of the ceiling, 
and there's a half staircase uh, sort of off to your left uh, that goes up to the second floor. Let's get some perception checks. Damn, tiny dice. 23. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's an 11 for Ildov and an 8 for Eowyn. <laughs> I'll go with 21 for Yarfik. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Kronk and Pacha are the ones who notice this. As you enter, you're looking around, you're, you're all seeing these statues. Uh, Kronk and Pacha see... They just happen to be looking up at the right moment. And through that that hole in the ceiling, you see this scaly blue hand reach down, holding a wand, and it just sort of flicks the wand at a statue. And there's this like little bolt of energy that flies off and hits the statue, and the statue just starts to float a little bit. And then the hand recedes through the hole, and two hand, two blue scaly hands come down with this like pole that has a hook on the end. They reach through, and the hook sort of grabs the statue under one of the arms and just guides it floating towards the hole and then up through the hole. Sort of an ethereal version of like someone using a hook to get someone off stage. Yeah, this is this is the Apollo <laughs> Theater. Did I not mention that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really, in my head, I was like, is this like a weird claw machine that's just coming down and picking up? The claw. Oh, a claw. The claw. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I already decided on Bakraj's voice. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, so that, that's up high, up a staircase from us, though. That's just poking out up there, or yep. okay. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, the 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 floor itself is probably like ten feet high, and the staircase is off to your left, and the hole is in the ceiling. So well, maybe we announce. I mean, I'm pushing the wagon in, so the wagon's making noise. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a wagon; it's a cart. Okay, it's a, it, so it's you know, and for cart. me, it looks like a child. So here's the carpet, thing. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. You know those like half shopping carts? Yeah. It's like one of those. Oh, because it was gnome sized. <laughs> so. Question. Did you say that we did see some other people coming in here with crystal carts? No, no. you saw uh, two cultists dropping statues off. So you, you assume these statues you're seeing are probably what they were dropping off. Oops, two girls oh, they're the dropping truck. the statues off. Yes. Okay, got it. All right, let's uh, go hmm. scope it out, right? Do we, hmm, should we have somebody hang back in reserve, maybe? Like, I can, just, just... I can cover the door and be down here just in case. I mean, you guys aren't going to, like, start a fight up there without me, right? Just... You're gonna to talk to him and uh, sweet talk you know, him something. No, no promises. We're gonna to try to. We're gonna. We're gonna certainly try to sweet talk him if we can. I just. I'm. I am. I have had my ass kicked, uh, and I'm still not fully recovered yet. So I mean, I'll. I, if you want me with you, I'm with you. But otherwise, I might want to stay behind and kind of like just rest up a bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So watch the. You'll, you'll watch the door. Um. Should we have a signal? Okay. So if you, if you, if somebody comes in. And, and you know, you want to just alert us that there's other people coming in. Let's say only if they seem like they might be worth something in a fight. Mm -hmm. uh, make a sound like the maiden cry of a naked mole rat, because that's an underground animal, and so it won't seem so out of place here. Oh, of course. Uh, uh, so uh, if I do this right, it's um. That's that's exactly it. You know. Okay. It. Good. <laughs> yep. Perfect. I, I, I'll, I'll I'll do that as loud as I can. And listeners, Please. you all just learned something. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. The more you know. Okay, so we go upstairs. Yeah, so we. Okay. Okay, what's the march in order? I guess I'll go first. Yeah, and then Ildov second, and um, Eowyn. Eowyn, taking up the rear, probably. Taking Kronk, up the rear. Cusco. Yeah, right, Pacha downstairs. Real quick, yeah. Sam, remind me the rules for Aja's tier vis a vis. Like, do I have to be holding it to have the while truth while effect? you are attuned to it? 
and it is on your person. On my person, thank you. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to stash it in the bag of holding for the moment in anyone's hair. Okay. I'm going to try to take a short rest as Yarfik while I'm down there, just paying attention to the, like, sit down, but paying attention to the door, just so I can use some hit dice to get sure. some hit yeah, points back. you can do that. Uh, well, you did, uh, remember, you did use some hit dice. We said that you took a short rest while you were eating stew. Oh, okay. So you, you can, but we never rolled the hit dice for that, so you can go ahead and do that now. Okay. Um, so you don't have to, like, rest now. You can then be maybe, vigilant. Then I'll go with them. That's why I was doing, staying down once I needed oh, a hit okay. dice. Oh, so. okay. I'll... I'll Still take the rear up the stairs, but cool, full crew. Uh, okay. By the way, as soon as we get into the into the upper room, let's uh, make sure that we're not in any kind of a line. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, that works. <laughs> okay, onward and upward. I'm at seventy-eight hit points. Okay. That's more than That's twice more than what Awen's yeah. HP is. It's true. Oh my gosh, but that was me coming. That was me coming up from thirty. Yeah. So. Well, Awen's max HP is thirty-four. <laughs> as, as we figured out, once once Olash went away, I had to become tank. So yeah. Um, okay, so uh, as you go up the stairs uh, to the second floor, uh, you emerge into what looks a lot more like an artist's loft than like a cultist's dwelling. Mm. Uh, there are a bunch of tables that are all strewn with chisels and hammers and bits of stone and Almost everything in this room has this fine coat of whitish dust on it. There's one table off to the side that has several very fine and tall clamps on it. Uh, like, uh, it like, it looks like a jeweler's workstation. Um, and it has a set of gem carving tools. Uh, and either on either side of this table, there are two shallow bins very similar to what you saw uh, in, in Renick's workshop. And uh, there are two denizens in this room. Uh, one of them is a uh, blue dragonborn, uh, about seven feet tall. Countenance, would you'd say, is a mixture of, like, burly and sleek. Looks very strong, but also very, very fast. So he's bleak. Uh, streamlined is how I would I would okay. define it. They are wearing uh, essentially what amount to like canvas overalls, and there is stone <laughs> dust everywhere, and and largely, especially in all of the cracks in their scales, which gives each like this this sort of whitish outline, making them look cell shaded almost. And on the back of uh, this dragonborn's right shoulder. Uh, some scales have been removed, and that is where the bear skin has been branded uh, with with the eyeball symbol. At the table where that uh, all of the sort of jeweler's kit gem working stuff is, is a humanoid cat. This isn't really something that any of you have come across before, but it is humanoid in shape, but but also very clearly cat-like. Uh, there's a sort of a, a caramel base to the coat with black stripes and black blotches all throughout. Oh, um, show. <laughs> it is wearing tan pantaloons that are tied just below the knee, a purple wrapped top uh, that sort of wraps around the torso and then goes over just the left shoulder, um, and then black hand wraps that leave the fingers free. Uh, and there is also a brand on uh, this person's right shoulder, uh, though it looks like the fur has grown back sort of around it as it's healed, so it's a little less obvious. 
Uh, how much and, of the uncanny valley do we have to sit in with this thing? Because uh, <laughs> it's it's just the eyes. Oof. Uh, it's very Spider-Man Three: The Video Game. So not Cats the movie. No, no, no. Oh God, no. <laughs> no, I came up with this way before Cats the movie. Fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is terrifying. But the uh, the cat person is is at work at the gem station. Their back is is to you. And the dragonborn is um, clearly the one who just hauled that statue up, and they seem to be prepping in some way, shape, or form. Once again, their back is to you as well. Ed, you guys, were you guys trying to hide that you were coming up the stairs, or were you just like walking up a staircase? Team, what do we think? I sort of thought we were going to try to talk to these people first. But yeah, yeah I don't think we were trying to hide. No, we were, we were just kind of like we were meant to be here. Yeah. Okay. And one thing Yarfik wants to do if, if he sees the dust is run his finger in it and take a little in his mouth to kind of taste to see if he can understand where the stone came from for these gargoyles, whether it's like native to down here or it's like from above or Okay. If you can figure that out. Um, stone coming so uh, Yarfik, with you coming up from the rear, you don't have a chance to do that quite yet. Right. Um, so Cassian's the one who reaches the landing first. Um, and as he does so, the blue dragonborn turns around, and as they are turning, they say, Is that you, Tiddly? Afraid, afraid not, my lord. Uh, what? Oh, no. Go, uh, you, you are not who I was expecting. What is Terribly your business? I'm sorry to disappoint you, my lord Bakrash. Uh, just to ha- have some uh, uh, Bakrash. 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 Bakrash? Bakrash? I feel like I'm saying Bakrash. that. Bakrash. 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 B-H-A-K-H-R-A-S-H. Bakrash. 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 Ignore him, please. Say it. Bakrash. 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 Continue. <laughs> Uh, um, just, just some uh, uh, animation crystals for your work, my lord. Um, fresh from the, fresh from the the, the gem. <laughs> and I gesture to the cart that Yarfik is pushing. I'm pushing it up the stairs. <laughs> I mean, it's you could lift it okay, and bring so it yeah, up I'm with just you. Clang. Um, actually, the the bin in the in it like is lifts out, oh, okay. so you could just grab the bin and bring that up. Stump hand. And uh, so you you say that and Bakrash. Uh, says, uh, I must admit, I am confused. Where is Tiddly? Oh, Tiddly, um, dysentery. Laid up with the dysentery, I'm afraid. It's a terrible thing. He ate, ate oh, some kind of bad cave fungus. It, it was a, it was a bad scene, sir. Yeah, for just a... Roll deception. All of us. Just Cassian. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, that is a six... Oh, that's a 16. Oh, boy. Oh boy! Um, well, it turns out that Cassian now has a plus thirteen to deception. So yeah. I rolled a three, but but that's still a pretty good. Well, all right, that is unfortunate. I hope for his quick recovery. Well, as do we all. Go ahead and drop off the bin. Why are there so many of you to drop off one bin of crystals? Uh, the, uh, well, Clear sky. Uh, Do you see this? And the uh, cat person turns. Seems like they had been ignoring everything so far. Very into their work of whatever it is they were doing. But they turn and look at all of you and, and go. 
Yes, that is strange. Why are there so many of you? Well, we just... We sort of just <laughs> fell, fell in together. Uh, you, you wanna, you wanna... Oh, I, we thought, um, if you needed an extra set of hands, not literally, uh, as we don't even have, um, all of our hands to offer, but... Try to hide the stump a bit. <laughs> Roll deception. <laughs> uh, oh, that is a nat 20, y'all. Woo! Well, I appreciate your concern. It does not look like any of you have the skill about you to be of much help in what we would need to do. You there, small one, bring the bin over. I nod and waddle over with it. Nod and waddle over, and uh, she takes a look inside. You bring me only three? This is barely worth the trip. Why did you even bother? We just, just following our orders, um, uh, ma'am, uh, the, 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 the thing is, uh, the, the uh, gem operator, oh, Rennick, was, was having the same complaints. He said that the pr- prisoner department has been sending them uh, too many, just, that they're just g- guessing at magical ability, and only one in ten seems to have any. She may have mentioned that, uh, Quelar was taking more than his share. Oh, she did, he did say that, yes. Interesting, that is one of Rennick's constant complaints, but even on the worst of days, three is very little. The prisoners were not forthcoming with who might have magic. Roll deception. Terribly sorry to disappoint you. That's what they said, like a very small amount. Uh, This is for your entire... Oh, okay. Uh, That is a 15. Whether or not the prisoners are forthcoming doesn't matter. They all get processed the same. I care little for excuses. What matters is bolstering the forces of our master. And Bakrash pipes in. Yes, I agree. I have these ten fresh statues here with the crystals we already had, plus these three will still be short by four. Go back to Rennick and get the rest that we need. Uh, he, he said that's that's all he has. I, I don't. We don't have any control over production. We're just the middleman. Can I just say, you know, considering what a what a slipshod job you know he's been doing, I I think it's a travesty that he got an invitation uh, to the you know to the the, the masters uh, gathering and and well, I not to speak out of turn, but we that's we've a... heard the rumors that you were snubbed, and and can I just say that seems like a total travesty. You speak out of turn. And she reaches into uh, her overalls and comes out with a medallion similar to ones you've seen on several others at this point, and says, If you do not have one of these, you do not get to weigh in on such matters. Is she wearing one? Yes. You're wearing Quailars, I believe, because we gave Renix to them. Um, yes, yeah, uh, so I pull mine out. Oh, boy. Okay, so <clears throat> you, you take yours I out. I say, excuse me, and just hold it up. And I say, mistress. And then I, and then I fall silent. And I, I bow my head and back away from the, the cart uh, thing. And Bakrash, still holding her medallion and looking at you, doesn't she doesn't flinch or scoff or anything. Uh, she just looks at you and says, 
You should have better control over your minions. Re-overalls her her medallion. (laughs) Well, I can't uh, disagree with you there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of like, like playfully um, with the back of my hand just hit Cassian. Just a a love tap. Just like a, ah. Jeez. <laughs> and I, I give her like a little look like a shamefaced little kid who got caught eating a pie off the window. So. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, like, mm. uh, but what my minions say is true. This is all, this was all we had to bring you. Truly sorry if you feel that we have wasted your time. And who exactly are you that you hold a position of power and respect, but we've never met before. My position is it's it's not meant to be revealed just yet. Nice. Roll deception. Um, that is a 23. Seems there are still some secrets being kept, Bakrash. Yes, well... Now is not the time for me to be telling secrets. Well then, why is it you are here playing errand girl? Just here to oversee, to make sure these uh, new minions know how to do their job. I cower a little bit more at that, just kind of shiver. It is a sorry state for this group that we have those so inadequate that they must be overseen for a simple courier job. Well, with the disappearance of Quelar. Yes, I have heard. You know, things have to be a little bit tighter these days. I suppose that is true. Well, you have dropped off your package. Your charges have performed adequately. What more do you require? Yes, I have carving to do. Oh, of course, yes. We'd hate to interrupt your carving. Let's get some perception checks. Okay. 15. I'm so bad at perception today. That's an 8 for Ildov. (laughs) And uh, an 18 for Eowyn. Okay. What did you get, Cassian? Uh, 15. 12. Okay. Um, So Cassian and Eowyn... You have the the luxury while Ildov is having this conversation of sort of being able to like look around and take stuff in. Uh, Yarfik, the skin around your eyes is still real puffy from yeah. the black eyes, so yeah. it's kind of hard for you to see stuff, especially like details. Um, Wait, Yarfik can't see the details? I know, it's crazy. <laughs> Yarfik only sees the forest. He cannot see the trees. <laughs> What are trees? I just know um, forest, mountain, but river. But Cassian and Eowyn, uh, now that, that Bakrash and Clear Sky have sort of turned around and they're engaging in this conversation, you can see the things that they were working on. And on Clear Sky's table, uh, set in one of those sets of uh, fine clamps, is a uh, one of those cloudy blue crystals, but it's not jagged like the ones that you've seen so far. It looks like it's sort of been cut and refined 
Like, um, like the ones we found in the carriage that we had in our thing. Uh, yes, very similar to those. Okay. Um, and it is uh, it, it is in the process of having some runes carved into it, similarly to the crystals that Quelar was using, but they are different crystals. Quelars were quartz crystals that were cut into essentially like a D6 shape. These are more of an sort of like this oblongy circular shape gotcha. and there's no copper inlay or anything on them but uh but you see that that is in the process of being carved in the tall clamps that clear sky has and you see bakrash uh has gotten that that statue that she dragged up um is set on the floor and she with uh what looks like probably like a piece of charcoal or something has like etched out a square on the back of its neck no carving has has been done on it as of yet, but it looks like that that is her area of focus on that item. What what does the the statue look like right now? The person like like uh what what type of per- can we tell from detail? behind? Okay, they got a nice butt. <clears throat> Sorry, <laughs> Olash should be real happy right now. <laughs> oh, Lash. Two questions about the room, Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, First of all, are there any stairs going further up, or is this the top? Lovely that you ask that. There are stairs going further up. And as you look up, uh, since you had a a roll high enough, uh, you see there is also a five-foot hole in the ceiling of this room. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Is there anything on this floor that resembles, like, a chest of drawers or a cabinet or anything... Uh, like anything or a desk or anything where somebody might keep say documents um so there there is a uh, a a chest of drawers um that is uh heavily practically stained with that same white dust that's on everything else um like to the point where there are there are clear fingerprints on it from where someone has like manipulated these drawers multiple times um it's about five feet high the drawers themselves are relatively thin similar to the kind of drawers you'd find in like a uh, like a garage tool chest um, okay and there are uh, there are five thin drawers on the top and then there's one thick drawer on the bottom it's made of like a, a dark wood I'm gonna try to turn and make my eyes as best I can lock with eeldos uh, mm-hmm. to try to telepathically talk to you quickly if i don't know i can't initiate the link right She's correct gonna, you yeah. can right i have to so and, and ildov is looking at bakrash and yeah. clear sky because she's the one having the conversation so right uh how are you getting her attention uh i i'm gonna try to like sidle up a little bit closer to her like walking back and like kind of so you brushed past aowen yeah. yes it's like oh Yafik. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hopefully don't, not Yafik. Yeah, don't use my name. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, okay, and then yeah. I notice that. Ildov notices that. I'm sure. going to like, waggle my eyebrows like I got something. Um, Ildov rolls her eyes and then telepathically is like, what? Oh, but I know the telepathic voice too. That's always good. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, what is it? <laughs> the, it's it's, it's like, uh, yeah. what do you want, kid? <laughs> do you need me to... Make a distraction. I have an idea if you want me to distract them so you can do stuff. Literally, I'm going to use my clumsiness to my advantage. All right, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> and so I'm going to I'm gonna keep walking where I'm going, try to walk close to where Bakrasha is, and then trip over the basket I'm carrying and like try to tumble into something to try to make a mess. While he's doing that, I'm, okay. I look back at uh, Bakrasha and Clear Sky, and I, I'm like, speaking of Quelar's disappearance... What do you know? 
Okay, so a couple things are happening here. Yeah. Uh, so Yarfik, <laughs> you are you are holding a now empty bin because you've dropped off the crystals. Right. Um, so essentially, you you traded bins with one of with one of the other ones. Right. Um, and your plan is to cause a distraction by using your clumsiness to your advantage. So what is what is the best case scenario in your mind for what is about to happen? I'm going to trip on the basket by letting it drop out of my stump. Mm-hmm. And roll into a table or into the, the the statue to try to knock it over to make a mess, so okay. that they're all focused there, so that somebody else can go and look in the cabinet or look in the thing or or do something to be able to get us up the stairs, whatever we need to do. Okay, I'm just trying to give us because the the conversation is not going anywhere. Okay, and uh, Ildov, uh, you are aiding him by keeping Bakrash and Clear Sky's attention on you. Yes, so that you can do as much as you can, essentially, to aim that. Right. Okay. What I want to have happen is, Ildov, I want you to roll Deception. Okay. That is a um, 28. Okay. Yarfik, I want Christ. you to roll uh, Dexterity with Advantage. Okay. Like, well, you, you could do Acrobatics. Okay. It's the, it's the same. Okay. So, 17. 17. Okay. Chronologically, uh, you guys have this mental conversation very quickly. Ildov, you immediately get Bakrash's uh, attention by asking about this whole Quelar situation. Mm-hmm. And Bakrash starts to respond, uh, yes, it is very unfortunate. Uh, he was formerly a very respected member, uh, someone that I had many interesting conversations with, but now I understand that he was a false prophet and a heathen and uh, quite frankly a piece of, of uh, human garbage mm. um, uh, no offense to humans uh, but you are all <laughs> physically and uh, mentally beneath the other races like myself and clear sky mm-hmm. ah, meanwhile Yarfik, as I trip and fall Yarfik, you are uh, walking along you drop the the basket that you are holding um, and you trip over the bin and you tumble Remember the scene at the end of Hook when the kid cannonballs down the, the plank? Butt. That's exactly what I was yeah. thinking. Uh, you cannonball like that uh, right into the statue. And the way you knock it, it falls sort of across the hole um, and breaks. So sort of the the part of the torso slash abdomen falls through the hole and, and breaks all over the floor below. The head sort of goes rolling uh, on the floor you're on, and then the, the feet are right in front of you. And it makes this huge, loud noise. You also realize that was a person. Yeah, I do. And that's no, oh, oh, no. Oh, God. Um, oh, but both Bakrash and Clear Sky swing around to see what just happened, and Bakrash immediately punches you. Like, yeah. like sees it, you're on the ground, like in a tangle of, of oh, I'm limbs. I'm going to take it no matter what. And uh, Bakrash just, just hauls off and hits you. Uh, and that is uh, uh, over a 20. Yeah, that um, So you take uh, five points of bludgeoning damage okay. and uh, just hits you in the top of the head. Fool! <laughs> I, I... And, then, and then swings around to look at, uh, at Ildo of Yzma and say... And, <laughs> What was I just saying about the lower races? I could not agree more. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Cassian slash Kronk is free to do something, though no yeah. one communicated to him. No, we didn't. But I mean, I can see that everyone is distracted, right? Yes. Because I've been eyeballing that chest since I saw it. So I yeah. think, Oh, um... Cassian's always eyeballing the chest. <laughs> <laughs> do I have to... 
Do I have to I look five. at Cassian to telepathically? It, ha- it has to be someone you can see. Okay, is he, but I, c- I can see him, like, in my periphery, right? Vision. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could be, like, Bakrash was just, like, get control of your people, so right. you could easily be looking around. Oh, yeah, okay. Them. Okay, so I'm kind of looking around and, like, mentally telling Cassian, like, do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna... <laughs> do something, you asshole. <laughs> With my very sneaky gloves, I'm gonna surreptitiously sort of, like, slide open the... I'm gonna stand in front of the chest of drawers and sort of, like, try and sneakily slide them open and rifle through them for anything that feels like inv- like envelope size or invitation size. Um. Also, Eowyn this whole time is just trying not to get dust on her person at all. So is Eowyn just casting She's just kind of, yeah, over and over again? Basically, yeah. So Cassian rolls sleight of hand. While this is happening also, I'm I'm going like, I'm feigning not being able to get up, be trying mm-hmm. to be very like reverent to you and like just trying to extend this as much oh as it's the physical comedy is just oh yeah it's a regular old Laurel and Hardy <laughs> Ildov and Yarfik someone get one of those hooks <laughs> <laughs> okay so for sleight of hand that is a 29 <laughs> DC was 30 oh damn <laughs> are you kidding oh me <laughs> wait 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 he gets advantage <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding um <laughs> So, uh, Cassian, in this whole kerfuffle, you sort of edge around uh, in this this false pretense of like going going after the head to try and catch it from wherever it landed. <laughs> um, so it's it's perfectly reasonable for you to be going that direction. Uh, but you right. you end up directly in front of the the chest, which is exactly where you want to be, and you you pretend to lean one hand on it as you reach down with the other one, and that allows you to open the top drawer, and you just sort of start mm-hmm. feeling around and in that top drawer all you feel are uh are tools you feel like chisels of various kinds uh sharpening tools stuff like that like whetstones um and then so you close that drawer and then you you make as if you need to reach down farther so you you pull out the drawer below that uh and you do the same thing as you're reaching down um the you you sort of you can you can easily grab the head from where you are but you play as if it's evading your grasp so you're actually just pushing it farther <laughs> right, away. Like, like, um, a, like a comedy routine it's like, it's like... Oh, exactly. No. <laughs> um, that drawer also just tools. So you close that one and now you've pushed the head. So it's kind of like back to the side of this chest. So you have to reach down even farther and you open the third drawer and in here you, you feel paper. Yes. Okay. A ton of paper or like just a little bit. <laughs> uh, you'd say probably like, like five sheets of paper or so. I mean, okay. Water world, um, that's worth. Like, can I just pocket them all? Okay. So you, uh, you pull out all? all the pieces of paper you shove them, uh, you like shove them under your belt, under your robe. Um, so you have mm-hmm. them all and then you close the drawer and then you, you pick up the head. And I just stand like stiff at attention, just like looking very nervous, like holding the head out, like, like as though it's like a shield in front of me and I'm cowering behind it. Like, so yeah, so you have the, the head and you're just holding it out in front of you, like mm-hmm. your own head bowed as like, yes. I, I bring you offering. This was not my fault. And uh, so Bakrash has punched Yarfik in the head, and um, that's Yarfik. <laughs> yeah, that's Yarfik whimpering. Hold on. That's this is why all adventurers should wear headgear. By the way, Yarfik is Yarfik's brain looks like Swiss cheese at this point with all the concussions he's had. Well, it doesn't help that he's been doing E for most of his life too. There's just holes everywhere. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's uh, his his head looks like an ant farm. 
<laughs> oh my alien gosh. ant farm? Not his brain, his head. <laughs> Come on, guys, he's not that dumb. He's like uh, like Yosemite Sam after a gunfight. <laughs> oh my god! Darn tootin'. Uh, anyway, so Yarvik has been punched in the head. Clear Sky is has just crossed her arms in front of her chest and is just like full on sneering to the point where you can see like her her entire set of canines on one side. Um, and just like sort of shaking her head, Bakrash points at at Isma and says, "This is exactly what I was talking about. Now get these fools out of my sight." Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. You weren't being addressed. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry, Mistress. Oh God, I, I can't. I just can't do anything right. And I just like gently set set the head down, like on the work table, just like Uh-oh. very sort of like gesturing with my hands, like don't tip over, and I back away slowly. Meanwhile, I stand up and knock into it and knock it over. <laughs> We're going to get murdered by these people. For uh, Bakrash has uh, gone over to where the, the hooked uh, pole was and picked it up and is like, even through the scales, you can see how white her knuckles are, like how, how hard she's gripping this thing. And you can hear the wood creak. And it becomes very apparent to you, like, this is a creature of immense power. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's no fat on this body. It is all muscle. Time to go. Uh, yes. We will. Uh, let's leave. So, Yarfik, you pick up the bin. Yep. And are you, what, are you like, stepping carefully? Are you backing away? What's the... I'm keeping my eyes on, on Bakarash, and I'm backing away slowly and just kind of, like, bowing my head a bit, but looking up through my hair. Okay. Eowyn was already, like, backing down the stairs. Yeah, I imagine Eowyn's already out of the building at yeah. this point. Yeah. And uh, so as you all come down the stairs, the rest of the pieces of that broken statue get swept through the hole. Mm-hmm. And just sort of, like, so you hear these, like, broken or breaking stone crashing noises as you're coming down the stairs. But Crash uh, sort of leans her head down through the hole and like hairy eyeballs you all until you're out of the building. And then you again hear that that flick of the wand and you hear the pole come down and grab another statue up. Eowyn, can you set this thing on fire? Yeah, wait, I actually have some thoughts on that. You have thoughts Um, on... on Maybe we should um, see if we can take these two out just while we're here. Continue our surgical strikes on the important people. Um, First, I'm going to take a quick look. Is there anybody like around us, Sam, now that we're outside the building that would like that's close enough to sort of see what we're doing? Uh, I mean, there are there are still people moving around. Uh, Once again, this this city in the time you've been here, you've sort of seen that like it's always active you can deduce it probably works on like shifts essentially so there's never really downtime per se um okay but no one is paying particularly close attention to you you just look like a group of four people with a cart which is what a lot of the groups look like okay uh i'm gonna just rifle through the papers that i stole really quick and see if i found any invitations okay um so you rifle through the papers and uh three of them are are blank just just blank pieces of parchment Mm -hmm. one of them is a uh a list of uh it looks like a like a supply requisition five uh chisels of of x 
length and sharpness, uh, a whole bunch of shit like that. Uh, some call for uh, for for bare basic stone or clay, things like of that nature. And the last piece of paper is uh, an unfolded invitation. Uh, nice for okay. for Buckrosh. Excellent. Okay, three out of four. Here's what I'm thinking. I think we can totally, since we know where they are in the building, we can hit them with big spells, area of effect spells, through those holes in the floor and ceiling. I can use my boots of levitation to get up to the floor above them and fire my sunburst spell down into the room, and Eowyn can shoot fireballs up at them through the hole in the floor. Yarfik can hold the stairs if they survive and use it as a choke point while we keep hitting them and just sort of take them out. Tactical strike, what do we think? The only thing I had thought about was if we could affect the tower, the tower could crash down on them. They could all fall down. I don't know if we have anything with that level of power. It'd be fantastic if we could, but also it might be better if other people don't know that they're dead since we're stealing Bakrash's invitation. True. I just little mad at myself for killing someone a second time. But we don't all... Oh, the statue? Yeah. I didn't mean to do that. I meant to... Either way, uh, I was trying to make it as quick as possible and to make it look like an accident. But you're right, we have Bakrash's invitation, so we probably shouldn't kill Bakrash yet. Or we should. I mean, well, well, I'm saying let's kill them, but let's let's uh, make like you know make it so that people outside of this tower don't know that they're dead. Right. The biggest thing for me is I am very tapped in magic. I have probably a few more spells I can pull out today, but I I'm not I, I where I should use... be if I'm going to take on very strong people. I, I have one use of a very powerful blast spell, and Eowyn, I believe, has all of her, her magic. Yes, Eowyn? Is that right? Uh, yes. And Ildov, you have most of yours, correct? I have all of mine. I I feel like we have enough to take on two enemies right now. I, I, I could, mean, Yarfik, you can be the muscle for this round. I could um, conjure an elemental. That would be amazing. Drop an elemental into that room first. Yeah, just drop a fat elemental. A sunburst and a fireball. <laughs> fat <laughs> elemental. Here comes the drop. We all know the kinds of elementals. There are water elementals, fire elementals, earth elementals, air elementals, and fat elementals. Of course, that is P-H-A-T. Obviously. They are pretty hot and tempting. I was going to say, if it was an elemental made out of actual fat, that'd be kind of disturbing. An adipose elemental. I'm saying just hit them by surprise. Bing, bang, boom, sunburst, fireball, (laughs) elemental. Bing, bang, boom. You might be able to kill them just with that. You know, the old bing, bang, boom tactic. Hit them with the old bing, bang, boom. Sure, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you bang, Uh, he bangs, they boom. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. It's similar to a bada boom, but there's one more step. Does that take up a spell slot? Your my uh, elemental. I think it does, but it, it it if I remember correctly, it allows you to cast that spell, but it does use up a warlock spell slot. I think it should say on. Oh there. yeah, it does. It, yeah. yeah, it uses a warlock spell slot. There you go. Are there windows in the tower, Sam, so that I could use my boots of levitation to get up to the third floor? There are very thin windows, uh, like arrow slit style. This was clearly oh. a watchtower at some point, so it's not really made for ingress or egress. They were made just to like protect archers. Okay. All along. Uh, you could you could feasibly get in through the top of the tower, um, as when you all were approaching, you did see gargoyles perched up there, and you did catch sight of one that was like flying out from the top of the tower. Oh, they do have live gargoyles here. Okay, so that could potentially change the odds a bit. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> We, we also may not need uh, so, to kill them now. 
No, I don't. I, well, we'd I have to fight the gargoyles first, which might, you know. I don't have to go through the top. I just thought it might be cool to sandwich them. We could totally hit them from below with everything we have. Is this the 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 sandwich you do on your off time, or is this a different type of sandwich? I'm talking about a murder sandwich where you, you're murdering them. You're murdering them from below. I'm murdering them from above. They don't know which way things are coming from. They are, they feel trapped. They're the you meat, know, and we're the death. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Gotta sandwich your a meat violence, between two pounds of death. sandwich on murder. <laughs> on murder bread. Hold the pickles. Murder bread. Murder bread. Murder bread. Multi-grain. Oh my god. Okay, how many gargoyles do we see perched around the roof? Uh, you see just three up there right now. Hmm, not so bad. Well, my concern is that if we attack the gargoyles, we will uh, draw attention to the fact that uh, we want to eat a murder sandwich. Well, I'm saying I think we can discard the murder sandwich idea and instead just hit them from below. Um, so it's like an open-faced murder sandwich? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a murder tostada. It's a murder cracker. Yeah, murder cracker. It's, like it's a murder pizza. Sure, yeah, yeah. Sure, all, there's a, you know what? I'm realizing now just how many different types of foods there are that are just bread with something placed on it's, top of it. It's like a murder can... Tostitos scoops. Oh, because <laughs> it's got a big dollop of murder in it, mm-hmm. but it holds. And it is, and it does have walls like kind of cupping it on on all sides, but it's open up. You always have to cup the murder. Can I just say I'm very hungry now? <laughs> <laughs> can we can we take a vote? What do we think? Should we should we fight them or? Oh, I thought we were going to see if we could all have thing. something. To, uh, um, I'm going. If you guys want to do this, go along with it. I just I'm not at my full strength, so I, I will be as much help as I can. I mean, is it in our best interest to take them out? Well, it's all towards the larger goal of destabilizing this operation, preventing them from using any more trapped souls to make more soldiers for the enemy. I mean, right. anything we can do to weaken them, I feel like right. it helps us. Get the some tumble the infrastructure. checks from everybody I come back well. to destroying the tower would have been good too, but... Oh, that is a natural one for insight. That's <laughs> on brand. <laughs> Uh, 18 for Ildove. 27 for Yarvik. Oh, that's a nat one for Eowyn. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Eowyn is just like, it was so dirty in there, all I want to do is kill it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So Yarvik, uh, you are, you're reticent about this plan from the get-go just because you are, you're already pretty tapped out and, and like broken uh, emotionally as well. Um, He's always been broken emotionally though. That's the problem. But uh, what occurs to you is that uh, leaving them alive may make things difficult down the line as the invitations that you have so far from both Rennick and Quaylar are impossible for either Rennick or Quaylar to claim when they get to the feast. Mm. But if Bakrash is left alive, there's possibility that they may get to the feast before you all and start some sort of kerfuffle about not being let in because they don't have the invitation. And then if you all roll up with an invitation that has Bakrash's name on it, mm. well, there kill may Sido be too. some that that may be a wrench that you then have to figure out how to get out of the gears, which we'll also do anyways for Seed Rook because we have his, but he's alive. Oh right. Oh, true. I, I mean, uh, that. Well, I'll explain. It basically. All right, gotta kill them all. <laughs> uh, Anti Pokemon. <laughs> just said so flatly by Yildo. Gotta kill them all. What? <laughs> also on brand. Yes, very. very on brand. 
All right. Well, no qualms. I, I, at this point, I agree with you. We need to at least make them disappear somehow. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. All right, let's get in there. <laughs> um, so the here's the plan as I'm pitching it. Um, I fire a sunburst into that room, and Eowyn shoots a fireball directly after, like one two, a one-two punch of big spells. Um, and then... Uh, wait, how big around was the room, by the way, Sam? What did I say? It's 30 feet wide, right? Yeah, 30 oh, feet wide, 60 feet tall is the building. So, so both of our spells would fill the entire room. Um, with the blast radius, and then if they survive and come out after us, Yarfik can be waiting for them on the stairs to make it like a choke point while the other two hammer them with, well, the, the rest of us I keep can, hammering them with spells. I can conjure my dude. Oh yeah, you can conjure the dude to block the stairs. Yeah, though. the dude. The big earth elemental. <laughs> the dude elemental. The yeah, dude. I know, this is the big Lebowski. <laughs> he abides. They're gonna just try to come down the stairs. stairs and he's gonna be like, what's going on, man? I mean, God, I mean, you know, you're right, but you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Do we like this plan? I like this plan. Yeah, well, okay. So, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> what was that for? Oh, you'll see. Um, so how how big across was that room? 30 feet. <laughs> um, I took flame strike today. Great. Okay. Bring it. And basically, it, I could do that in the room itself and burn the shit out of them. Well, that's what I'm saying. I can yeah. conjure a fire. So the way, the way your conjure elemental thing works yeah. is you you cast conjure elemental and then wherever the elemental forms, yeah. it forms based on its surroundings. Right. Oh. So you don't get to decide what kind of elemental it is. Oh, really? Oh, so okay. like if, if there was, for instance, if you were to cast it like oh, on a an campfire, oh, well. then, it, then it would be a fire elemental. But you could make it out of the stone of well, the stairs and make it like a a guard to keep them from getting away. It can do that, or I can I also can cast create bonfire and then conjure oh, it okay. from there. We are gonna Man, make and the range is 60 feet on that, so. We're about to do a giant amount of damage to them. Yeah, I, it, it may be that we can kill them in this initial strike. I have no idea how tough they are, but. Probably pretty tough. But if you make the bonfire on the stairs, right, right outside the room entrance, you know, we can hopefully hem them in a bit and keep them where we want them. Yeah. And, okay. And, okay. Let's and I do can it. I can cast my thing from below because it's a sixty foot range, so I can actually hit at the top of the tower. And Aowen can just hurl Fireball. Firebolt. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, who's doing what in what order? I want to start with Sunburst because if uh, because that has a chance of blinding them, so it can you know it'll make it harder for them to escape whatever else we throw at them. Mm-hmm. And then, do you want to cat? cast the bonfire. And then I'll, yeah. And meanwhile, Eowyn can shoot a fireball through immediately after my son. And I'm going to also do a flame strike at the same time. To massage this a little bit, and also because it's cooler, Cassian's going to cast his sunburst. The the sunburst, remember, centers on you, Cassian, so you'd have to, like, levitate up into the room. The spell description says centered on a point you choose within range. Yes, but that's, that's like, the regular spell sunburst for you because it's a power of Aja's tear. It centers on you. I see. You but there's the nothing sun. stopping you from like flying up into the room, casting it, and then and then levitating and then just dropping up. back down. Yeah, and dropping back that. down or going farther up, whatever you prefer. Boom. Oh, further up. Because remember, there is a hole in the ceiling above that room as well. Um, oh, so true. you could just go higher, but you don't want to be there if it. I could, if it but burns here's the down. thing. I think that the timing of it works better for me to drop down below because I can just poke my head up into the room, mm-hmm. or, or like just get just get my body up level with the floor of the room, blast it in there, and then drop back down quicker than I could reach all the way up to the ceiling and get out of fireball range, I think. Yeah. So 
something to remember with levitate is that mm -hmm. you you can only control your movement by like pushing yourself against other things. So it's not like you're not casting fly on yourself where you you can like Superman around. You're casting levitate and then you can like push off the floor and you'll float upwards and then if you want to go back down you'll have to push yourself back down from something. What if I just dispel the spell and fall? <laughs> uh, you could also do that. That's a long way to fall. Mm -hmm. It's 10 feet, give or take. Is it? 20 feet? Uh, I guess, I mean, if you're up like halfway into the room, it's like 15 feet. So it would be uh, an acrobatics check or you take like uh, 1d10 damage. Yeah, I'm pretty okay with that. I think I'm pretty dexterous. Cassian is going to... Oh, actually, it does say when the spell ends, the target floats gently to the ground if it's still aloft, so... Yeah, but um, timing-wise, floating gently is going to take longer than falling. <laughs> what if, okay, falling. what about this? What if I just physically run up the stairs, burst into the room, sunburst in the middle, and then jump down through the hole? Also possible. I'm going to do that, because that's way funnier. And I'm going <laughs> to cool. streak, too. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So... Okay. <laughs> That's so you're doing a John Woo move where you're gonna dive sideways, sunburst, and fall as the doves go. Exactly. Into the hole. exactly. No, they're gonna be gargoyles, not oh, doves. Gar yeah, it's true. It's gargoyles flapping um, their wings. So Cassian's gonna run up the stairs. <laughs> okay. He's gonna John Woo sunburst and fall through the hole. Okay. And then Eowyn and uh, Eowyn's gonna cast fireball. Yarfik is going to cast flame strike. And then from that fire, Ildov is going to conjure an elemental. Yes. Awesome. Awesome possum, I love this. <laughs> Let's do it. This is some some badassery so, so right can, here. Can Eowyn and I like do the the Dragon Ball Z thing where we like go sideways, touch fingers, and then set it up together? It's not. You're not doing a fusion. <laughs> Eowyn's is going up from below, and yours is going down from above. That's how Flame Strike works. Well, she's taller. That makes sense. Never mind. No, it doesn't. Okay. My, no, it doesn't. In my head didn't work. <laughs> okay, so. Everyone has their part of the plan. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> 46 fire damage and 46 radiant damage. I'm um, so happy about this plan. So, uh, so we have to do everything in order. So position yourselves where you need to be. You're free to do that for now. Looking back inside after having left, you can see there are only eight statues on the bottom level. So it looks like Bakrash has already gotten the second statue she needed up top, mm -hmm. uh, which means she's also probably invested in whatever is going on with that statue. And you don't hear, like, you hear sort of, like, grumbling, but it's it's along the lines of, like, they're just, like, you know, bitching, essentially, about this bullshit that they just had to deal with. Um, but nothing that implies that they are expecting anything to happen right now. We forgot to say hello from our, our friend over at Quailar's lab. Yeah, you Damn. seldom Fazer said hi. Oh. So I know what I'm yelling. Okay. So I, I unsheath Ajia's tear and creep up the stairs until I'm just just outside the entrance. Okay, roll stealth. That is a 26. Okay, yeah, they don't they don't uh, notice you. Oh, sorry, uh, I, I did math wrong. It's a 21. <laughs> they still don't notice you. Okay, great. <laughs> Wouldn't be a Cassian roll without bad math. All right, I just, I take one look to make sure that everybody is in place. Is everyone in positions? Not, not all clustered in one spot, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. So Aowen and well, you all kind of have to be. Yeah, we're a little clustered. Because uh, for Aowen to cast fireball up into the middle of the room, she kind of has to be under the hole. Oh, and it has for, to be a straight line. It well, it doesn't. She just has to have line of sight for where she oh, wants it oh, to okay. go. Right. Um. And if if you she wants to get full coverage for essentially a like 
30 foot wide, 10 foot tall cylinder she's got to hit in the center. Similarly for Flame Strike, it's along the same line. So you guys are probably like, I wouldn't be surprised if you're fucking Charlie's Angels back to back. More like uh, like nice. Full, Metal Al- Full Metal Alchemist with like her looming over me and sure, I'm like right below. Sure. And, mm-hmm. uh, Ildov, you can be sort of off to the side a little bit. You just need to be able to see fire up through the hole to cast yeah. Conjure Elemental. Yeah. So you're not all like in one place. So, uh, but but you you Cassian, you look, you see they're all where they're where they need to be. They all give you a nod. Okay. So I take out the sword and I run full tilt into the room, jump straight, uh, jump straight up into the center, like right above the hole, and just shout, "Welcome!" and sunburst. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I cast sunburst out for me, and then like pencil dive through the hole. <laughs> Okay, what's the uh, what's the save in the DC? They must make a, a constitution saving throw. I, I'm assuming it just uses my DC? Yes. Uh, so that's a 17. Uh, they both fail. Yes! Okay, oh so they are going to be blinded for one minute, and they are going to take 12d6 radiant damage. Jesus! And I, as it happens, I have 12d6s right here, ready to go. Okay, so give me just a second to do some math. Bad math, bad math, bad math, bad math, bad math, bad math. Okay, they each take 40 damage, radiant damage, if that matters. Jesus, tap dancing Christ. <laughs> yeah, this is the best. Okay, this so best. Cassian, you launch yourself into the room. Both their backs are are to where you are. And just as you, you jump into the air and you hit like dead center in the room and you yell, welcome at the top of your lungs. <clears throat> and from the tip of Aja's tear, just as they turn to face you, this radiant explosion of light uh, fires out. There's this like... To to Eowyn and Yarfik, this like column of light comes down through the hole. Uh, but you were prepared; your eyes were closed, so you guys are all set. You don't have to save against it or anything. It's a side um, quest. <laughs> there are probably like shafts of light that go out through the arrow slits in the side of the building as well, forming this like. If you were above, it would be like an X marks the spot kind of thing. But both of them, like, attempt to shield their eyes and just fail miserably because neither were prepared for what was about to happen. And you just hear this, like, and, like, as this searing light enters their ocular cavities and and blinds them, scarring their retinas, destroying rods and cones. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, and, uh, we are now on to part two, which mm-hmm. is uh, Eowyn's fireball and Yarfik's flame strikes lets you fireball first. And we both also yell welcome. So fireball is fireball's not a <laughs> D20. Oh, what do I... Fireball is a... Um, it's in there, too. You can is it, yeah, not firebolt, fireball. Oh, fireball. There, uh, there we go, fireball. Okay. Because I believe oh, it's a okay. dex save. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a dex save. Okay, um, which they now uh, have DC disadvantage right on because they can't see. Yes. So DC six. All coming together. Bakrash, the lower is a sixteen, and uh, clear sky, the lower is a twenty-three. Jeez. What? Primary. Oh man. Um, it's a cat person. They have. And, and, uh, kind of and uh, 
uh, Clear Sky actually takes no damage from it because oh, she made her save. Nice. She's a rogue or a monk or something. Um, um, but Buckrash but... will take half damage. Okay. <laughs> How many d6? Six, eight, seven, eight. Six, eight, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> bad math. Bad math. Bad math. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, so 10, 14, 12. Wait. Wait. What? what? <laughs> 16. 16. 18. Uh, 23. 28. So. Four, 28 total? Yeah. Okay. So, so 14. 14. Yeah. Okay. So that is. Uh, so the sunburst happens. Cassian falls down, ends up just right between Yarfik and Eowyn. Uh, I make once my again. Acrobatics check, uh, yes. Make your acrobatics check. That is. Uh, um. Oh, that's a 19. 19, yeah. So you land just fine uh, right between the two of them as Eowyn sends this fireball up, this little red moat of energy floats up, uh, not floats up, fires up through, and then right as it hits the center of the room just explodes in this loud, fiery explosion, um, sending fire, edging out. At the very last moment, Clear Sky is just sort of able to, like, she hears it, her ears prick up, and she leaps up and uses her claws to, like, suspend herself in, the like, the top corner of the ceiling, so she just avoids the blaze. Uh, meanwhile, while uh, Bakrash sort of like ducks behind the statue, uh, but still takes a lot of the flame that sort of comes in around the edges of it, so still takes some damage. And uh, you can hear flame uh, having been caught on a bunch of the tables and stuff that's in there. Meanwhile, Yarfik is now calling down his flame strike. Oh, yes, I am. Which is, <laughs> do they have to save? DC 15 deck save. Okay. <clears throat> Same thing, they have disadvantage. Um, so Bakrash uh, lower was a 15. Clear sky. Shining at me. Uh, clear sky lower was a 10. Uh, <laughs> so they both take half damage. 29. 29 total. So yep. they each take 14 damage. Uh, Yarfik, just as the fireball explodes, you call down a flame strike from above, and it sparks just from the, like, the top of the ceiling, and flame just in these like pillars of flame of, of with tinged with radiant energy comes down and the room explodes outward, adding to the existing flames already in there. You can see patches of the the wooden ceiling above you are turning like black and charred. Um, and it's impossible to see what's happening in the room at this point. And while all of this is going on, Ildov Yes. Is conjuring her elemental. Yes. Shaping the flames. So yeah. what? What is the? What does it look like? What's the word? Oh. <laughs> the word is, come forth, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you say, uh, come forth, my dude. Yeah. And uh, what is it? What does it look like? What are you? Not what does the elemental look like, but what is like the you? Oh. What do you look like while you're doing it? I'm holding up both hands, one of which is holding the rod of the Pact Keeper. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess, no. So I am so I raise my hands sort of slowly and kind mm -hmm. of like, sort of like in a jazz hands. <laughs> like okay. my, my, like her left hand is uh, like sort of like, yeah, like a, like spirit fingers, you know? Okay, like, so you're waggling. Yeah, waggling like on the way up and then at the same time raising the rod of the Pact Keeper. So you look, you look like a conductor just like going fortissimo, just... Yes, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like ready, like, yeah, trying to like lead 
uh, fire orchestra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're you're conducting your orchestra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which sounds like a very different thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch of people. Just a band forks. made of cutlery. Yeah. Um, They're all but, playing the forks. Yeah. So you uh, you raise the rod and you're you're waggling your fingers to conjure this elemental. And uh, above you, in the flame, there's this small, like, puff, almost. Mm-hmm. And from that that sort of, like, puffed-out moat, the, the flames start to swirl. And they create this sort of, like, flat plane that's, like, five feet wide, give or take. And it just swirls and swirls as if it's creating this, like, fire whirlpool. And then from that flat plane begins to rise this hulking humanoid form with these huge fiery swirling arms and uh, that are sticking out of this like swirling fiery mass and it almost looks like uh, this sort of like fire tornado come to life uh, fire-nado that is is just like got this sort of rough head face to it. It's got very basic anthropomorphic features. Uh, no feet. It's just this sort of like swirling fire base that it moves around on. But there is now this fire elemental in the room between the two of them essentially. And that's where we'll end this episode. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com. And you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at teampumanife.com. Now, bear with us for a moment and close your eyes. Unless you're driving or otherwise operating heavy machinery, then please keep them open. Picture in your mind a podcast. But instead of seeing it as an audio tour de force, see it as a small flower. That flower needs certain things to grow. It needs sunlight, which you can provide in the form of a nice review. It needs water, which you can provide by subscribing. There are even extra things that can make it grow faster, like buying nutrient-rich soil, which is basically like going to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and becoming a patron of the show, or picking up some high-grade fertilizer which is like going to dumpstattees.com and buying yourself an awesome t-shirt using the promo code IWPOD at checkout. Even something as simple as talking to plants can help them grow. And that is just like going to iwvt.fandom.com and checking out our wiki. Let's turn this podcast into a beautiful bouquet. The Improvised Weapons theme and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's latest album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify, and you can hear the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from battlebards.com. To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for Battlebards Prime, or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. Tune in next time to find out if Bakrash and Clear Sky made it out of the firestorm alive. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons.
This has been a Puma Knife production.